discretion is advised. Cause the place is here and the time is now. I have two words for you, predator drones. You will never see it coming. I'm joking. Drones are being used in drone strikes, and I support that entirely and feel the president was right. There's a reason why we shouldn't be using drones. It's because we don't just take out the target. We take out a lot of innocent civilians in these countries where these drones attack. But this is basically blowing up in our faces. We've seen the blowback all across the Middle East. What if our foreign policy of the past century is deeply flawed and has not served our national security interests? Free I hate categories. Categories are okay for going to grocery store. But for me, the categories screwed a lot of people up. We'll make everything metal. Blacker than the blackest black. Times infinity. Thought Radio, San Diego's source for heavy metal and other genres that are ignored by mainstream radio. San Diego's only libertarian talk show in a conservative-dominated market. More hard-hitting journalism than even the professionals themselves. Free Thought Radio. Free speech. Free expression. And free snow cone. Only on KKSM Oceanside AM 1320. The Radio Revolution. Podcast airing on LRN.FM, the Liberty Radio Network. As it applies to you and me, our country is free. Welcome everybody to another episode of Free Thought Radio. Live every Monday, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on KKSM AM 1320, the Radio Revolution here in San Diego County, California, as well as Cox Cable Channel 957, and streaming live, freethoughtmedia.org slash live is the live page with the webcam and everything. Um, be sure to check out facebook.com slash KKSM radio and also podcasting on lrn.fm, the Liberty Radio Network throughout the week. It's facebook.lrn.fm. And uh, going to be at the San Diego County Fair this Thursday. KKSM is going to have a booth there, so check us out. Give us some fried food. You know it's good. But tonight's show, uh, I've got two great musicians as my guests tonight. My first guest, um, really, you know, I, I think the libertarian movement has got, uh, and, and just the, uh, I guess you would say the 99% movement has a lot of artistic luminaries, certainly ones that existed in the past, like John D- Dill or John Dylan, John Lennon, <laughs> and Bob Dylan, or Jimi Hendrix, or, uh, or going in, even in the metal world, or, or all kinds of you know rap world, all kinds of different music. But there, there are certainly a lot of people that do it today, and are contemporary artists, and are taking that message forward. And that brings me to my first guest. Joining me now is Tatiana Moroz. She is a singer, songwriter, and liberty activist and is the founder of Same Side Entertainment. Tatiana, welcome to the program. Hi, thank you for having me. No problem. So so how did you first get into music, uh, playing guitar, and singing? Um, well, I've, I've always wanted to, to sing and perform ever since I was, as long as I can remember. So um, I didn't start taking voice lessons and stuff like that until I was around 10. Um, but basically from middle school, as soon as there was anything that I could join in school that had music or acting or whatever in it, I, I did it. So for a long time now. Awesome. What, what are some of your musical influences? Um, 
Well, I would say growing up, uh, you know, there was a lot of Cat Stevens and Carly Simon and Simon and Garfunkel. Um, and then like Fiona Apple. Um, but then as I grew older, I kind of went back and I, I got really into Billie Holiday and Nina Simone and Ella Fitzgerald and Jeff Buckley and Stevie Wonder and Prince. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I guess a lot of different kinds of music. Awesome. And, and uh, you went to the Berkeley School of Music, discussed going in there and kind of uh, honing your chops. Yeah, I went to Berkeley College of Music up in Boston, um, which is, you know, pretty famous school. Um, but I don't know. I feel like people can maybe not. Maybe they don't have to go to music college. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's my endorsement of Berkeley. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's pretty bad. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I think Berkeley was a pretty cool environment, but I, I don't necessarily think that a school is always the right fit for an artist because they think it can squash their creativity if they don't take the, mm -hmm. the whole thing well, you know? It's, it's a weird environment to be all musicians all in one place. Although I heard the school is now, now has a lot more women, so I, I'm sure that helps. Cool. Um, so, so what are the, some of the lyrical matters you like to write about in your music, whether it be personal or political-oriented? Um, well, I always try and kind of write what's you know, most, I don't know, like I try and state exactly what's happening in my life to a certain extent. Um, sometimes I'll write about different people's stories, but in the past couple of years, I've really gotten involved with the Liberty Movement. I've always been interested in um, music to save the world, saving the world in general, the organization of man. And when I heard about the Ron Paul movement, I think it really gave me something that I felt was really inspiring and that I could write about. And luckily, um, there's a market for it. People like Liberty music, you know, and it's it's been basically any it's my dream come true to write about this stuff because I grew up so jealous of the 60s and the 70s. I was like, wow, they had cool things that they were writing about. And um, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just it's really exciting to see the people banding together and rising up. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Do you think that uh, poetic expression of personal or political values is, mm -hmm. is just as important as when people go out and express it in plain language and uh, not related to art? Um, I think that, you know, there's different ways to get like, I, I you know, it's about the message. Right. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think that people respond to it in a more musical context. Sometimes people need a speech to be inspired. Sometimes people will be inspired just about what's going on around them. So, um, you know, I, I like to think I'm poetic with, with my work, obviously, but um, I don't think that's necessary. It's like different music. Even in the Liberty Movement, you know, we have some metal people and we have some rappers and we've got folk people and we've got rock people and, um, and punk and, and everything. So, I don't know, to each his own. And I think we need as, as much of a variety as possible in order to reach as many as we can. Definitely. That's very libertarian. <laughs> um. <laughs> Talk a bit about um, various albums you're, you've uh, released, uh, whether it be EPs or full lengths. Um, well, I released my first uh, debut album a few years ago called Tatiana, which had 12 original songs that I produced the whole record, and it was a lot of work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and then the second album I, I worked on with uh, Will Hensley here at Premier Studios, it's called Love and Liberty. And that one really had, you know, my cover of Masters of War and, and some of the more um, liberty-oriented songs like Make a YouTube Video and uh, Play in the Cards. But um, I've also released um, a holiday EP with some original songs and then uh, a live covers track as well called Fall in August. So 
Cool. Two EPs and two albums and like random singles here and there. Awesome. Um, so in totalitarian countries, music tended to be restricted, especially to those who did not use their art to question authority. We, we had a bit of a bout uh, of going down that road in, in the U.S. with the PMRC close call in the 1980s. But luckily, um, we had people like Frank Zappa and Dee Snyder stand, stand up to it and squash it for the time being. Uh, why do you think it is important to have rebel music right now before things get to that point rather than when it is too late? Um, well, I feel that music in general has been hijacked. I think it's really obvious to anybody who has ears and who knows what music used to sound like that they've taken away the people's voice. And if you look at something as simple as the past 10 or 15 years, or ha have you heard any anti-war songs on the radio? No, because they don't let those songs come out on the radio. I mean, you had the Dixie Chicks and then you had John Mayer's song, but that one was like, well, let's wait on the world to change. Like, way to rally us up. <laughs> way to get the crowd going. Although, I mean, I love that song, and I thought the Continuum record was great, but, you know, on mainstream radio, I want to hear more of that, but we're fortunate that we have the Internet, um, and that's a really great way to connect with people. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think the, the voice of the people needs to be heard, and unfortunately, just like with all the other corruption, that has certainly spread into the music industry as well. Mm -hmm. Certainly, and, and you have uh, also brought your music to alternative media and been able to share your songs on there as well. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. I mean, I, I, that's what I watch all day long, so it's, yeah. I feel like I'm in a little family. Yep. <laughs> For those just joining, I'm speaking with Tatiana Moroz. She's a singer-songwriter, liberty activist, and uh, founder of Same Side Entertainment. Um, so we, we discussed you know, the need for anti-war songs. You, ha you have a song called Masters of War. Uh, who are the masters of war and why in our society do we just so justify it so much by dehumanizing other people as the so-called enemy? Um, well, I guess, uh, you know, we'd have to ask Bob Dylan because he <laughs> wrote it and I, I only covered it. But I think what's interesting about that song is that um, it's not even necessarily about specific people mm -hmm. because, OK, we've got the New World Order. We've got the presidents of countries. We've got the heads of, you know gun companies or whatever. I mean, there's there's all sorts of bad guys at the top, so to speak. But mm -hmm. the point is, is that it's like, it's an undercurrent. That song is just as relevant now as it was back then, because whoever those people are, they just keep getting replaced by more people. This is about keeping control over the population. And, um, and there's a lot of money to be made in war. And, you know, I, I found myself very inspired by 1984 growing up. Uh, that was probably, you know, one of my favorite books. And... I don't know. It's just, you know, that that book was written a very long time ago. And it, and yeah. I bet you in any generation, people could identify with a lot of what was talked about in that book and, and other books that are similar to that. Oh, yeah. And me just reading it uh, like a few years ago, it's kind of popping it's out scary. of the... As yeah. an adult, right? Yeah. I was so freaked out. I was like, I don't want to read this anymore. But the whole treaty is about, you know, what would they do with the surplus of of goods that people could make, you know? Mm -hmm. Um I don't know. It, 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 it's just, it's, it's, I love that book. It's one of my faves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, getting back to Masters of War, I think that Masters of War is similar to that. It's mm -hmm. a big warning. And um, the, the reason why I covered it was because I actually had some veteran friends of mine who supported Ron Paul. They requested it from me. And so, because um, they, they were saying that when they were overseas, they didn't have any music that they felt expressed their, their, 
a revulsion by the war as well. You know, they weren't really thrilled to be over there, yeah. and they came back here and they started writing. Wow. Um, which is what I write about in, in my song Playing the Cards, which is almost, to me, like my answer to Masters of War, or my own version of that, like in my own time and seeing what I saw and experiencing what I did through these other people. Wow. Yeah, definitely. And and, and certainly in regards to 1984, the, in recent years, they've just kind of popped out and come into real life, haven't, haven't it? Yeah, and no one's even paying attention. They're mm -hmm. like, ha Big Brother, what a funny show. I'm like, are you guys kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a good sign. Exactly. <laughs> And that kind of brings me to this next question. You directed a video with We Are Change for your song, Make a YouTube Video, which, you know, is laden with footage of Big Riot Gear Police, you know, showing up to peaceful protests, which is very 1984-esque. Why do you think that it is important for people to be activists to film and document police, especially when they are needlessly surrounding peaceful protesters like Occupy or, or you know, the, the real Tea Party? Uh, which you're, you know, again, your videos laden with those types of clips um, and actually make YouTube videos out of, out of those acts of independent journalism. Um, I think that uh, it's, you know, the truth is power. And if we can take back the manipulation of information, which is what they're doing by feeding us homogenized news through all these different stations, which are really owned by the same people mm -hmm. with very similar agendas, mm -hmm. Um, that really robs us of, of the information age, which we're in right now. So why not use this technology while we still have control over it? Um, because later on, it's going to be a lot more difficult. This is an incredible, unprecedented time in human history. We have so much power right now, but we're all kept down by this bullshit that we're fed all of our lives. You have to do this. You have to eat this. You have to look like this. You have to like this. Excuse my language. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> um, you know, and I just think that um, that it's amazing. We can reach out to each other, not even with activism, but even, you know, with health activism or, you know, I, I don't know. We, we just have to take advantage of what we have right now while it's still free because um, that's how we maintain the power. And that's what we need to, to remind the, the powers that be is that we're not going to necessarily be slaves forever. Definitely. And you're playing some uh, a few... Uh definitely very re revolutionary gatherings uh, of people um you're playing at the libertopia festival a libertarian anarchist and agorist gathering of peaceful music ideas and voluntary economic exchanges right here actually in san diego august 30th through september 2nd 2013 so let's start let's just talk about libertopia first tell, tell us what day you're performing and what checkout code people can use to get a 10 percent off on their tickets for libertopia Okay, well, I'm not really sure what day I'm playing. And I'm hoping that I'm going to play more than one day. Because if I'm making it all the way out to San Diego, I definitely want to hang out and, um, and meet other like-minded folks. Um, but if people want to get their tickets, they can save 10% if they use the code TATIANAVIP. And um, the prices, the, they missed the early bird pricing. But now I think it's like 150 bucks, but 10% off. And you get a lot for that because I think it's three days of, of speakers and activities and everything. Oh yeah, and it's in it's in San Diego, which has beautiful weather, and I heard a very vibrant libertarian community. Definitely, um, an, another one you're playing at uh, Pork Fest Ten, which is actually you have to remind me when it is. Oh, Pork Fest is uh, June seventeenth through the twenty third, so I'm playing June twentieth there, and hopefully, um, my friend Jordan Page will join me. I'm not sure if he's going to be in town yet, but um, it's going to be really cool. I'm going to be there for the full week. There's really awesome speakers. 
And then I fly out of there um, on Friday to go to Little Rock, Arkansas for the United We Stand Festival, which is, um, yeah, that's going to be really cool. I get to meet all sorts of wonderful people who I haven't met yet and some that I have. Like uh, Ben Swan's going to be there, Amber Lyons. Love those guys. um, Josh Hawley. I I know a lot of people that are going, so it's going to be cool. Or I've at least spoken with them on the phone or admired their work so i'm really excited there's a ton more people people can go to my website and find out all the information about the shows yeah awesome united we stand fest is like you know kind of like the the epitome of awesomeness i i'm 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 really excited for it unfortunately being in california can't make it all the way but i'm hoping there's video and and definitely uh hope that it turns out well it looks totally awesome oh they're gonna live stream it definitely if people go to freeandequal.org all the information's on there Awesome. And we love free and equal over here. Um, what do you think about the current direction of our country going back to, you know, what's happening today, you know, with, you know, the impending wars in Syria and Iran, Internet regulations, police state measures, propping up of financial institutions and subsidization of favorite industry, you know, government using IRS to scrutinize Tea Party groups, cannabis groups, Occupy Wall Street and WikiLeaks groups. Um, we'll... we'll I mean, I don't. I personally don't want to wind up as a veteran uh, in these uh, possible wars with Syria or or anything. So, what do you what do you think is kind of you know the the danger of you know a small group of people that are not going to be affected by it? Well, because there's more of us than there are of them, but we're going to have to die for that. Um, what what do you think is the future? Do you think it's bright, or do you think that since they have the guns, that they might prevail? No, give me a break. Come on. Good always wins. And um and the thing is is that they're the the people in charge are afraid because they see this is why they're cracking down so severely on people. And even the people who are the most, you know, in the matrix, so to speak, are starting to see the cracks. And it could get ugly for a while, and I think that it probably may I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, let's put it that way. But I also think that there's just so much innovation and brilliance among the masses of people, the people who have been inspired by this movement and just people and mankind in general. I love mankind. And I think that we can do better than what we're being force fed right now. And I think people are going to wake up. Could it get a lot worse? Yeah. But I think that, I don't know. I know a lot of really strong people out there and intelligent people and brave people and loving people and educated people that are fighting tooth and nail to get this message out there. So I can only be um, positive. And I think that if it comes to, you know, people having to die for it, well, I mean, we could be liberating mankind from its slave chains that it's had for Mm -hmm. thousands of years. I mean, since the beginning of mankind, there's been a way to enslave others. And we're coming to potentially a global awakening. And I don't know if that could be stopped by some evil men. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That, there's there's definitely more of us than there are of them, and eventually their their money is going to become worthless. So, what's next for your music? Any any uh, plans for more albums? And, and where can people find you online? Well, uh, there's a lot of a lot of really exciting stuff coming up. Um, uh, you know, ooh, I don't even know what I'm allowed to talk about, but there's all sorts of cool things coming up. Uh, you know, I've got the summer tour coming around. Obviously, I'm going to be all over the country this summer, and I'm going to do an Indiegogo for that at some point uh, in the next week or so. 
Um, same side is doing really well. We're uh, booking events for people and making good contacts and trying to reach out to the international community as well because I think that liberty is a message that um, resonates with people all around the world. I don't think it's limited to the United States. Mm -hmm. talk, and, talk a bit about uh, Same Side, because we missed it. Talk a bit about uh, Same Side Entertainment. Oh, sure. Um, same Side Entertainment is uh, the first libertarian talent agency slash event company. And we represent over 60 different people, anyone from Tom Woods to Luke Radowski to Adam Kokesh to um, Walter Block, uh, Doug Weed, Jack Hunter. I mean, a whole ton of people. And um, we also have musicians uh, like myself, Jordan Page, a bunch of other people, anything from like hip hop to folk. Uh, we've got comedians. We also have photographers and video crews that we can um, provide to people. And I just, you know, I went to a lot of different events last year, and it was my first time at all these things, but I saw how enthusiastic these event holders were. And then sometimes I felt like I could make their lives a little bit easier by just having, like, a central source for a lot of this stuff. Instead of calling up 10 different speakers and getting pricing and trying to figure out who you can afford and what's the best idea and what, what it's going to take. Um, we can help people with that. And, and I think it's a pretty fun business model. I've been working with really great people like Gigi Bowman of Liberty Candidates and Catherine Bleich um, from Sovereign Living and uh, um, John Michaels from the 10th Amendment Center. So I have a really great team of people that I'm working with. And we're just excited to offer the services to everybody, like anybody from schools and, um, you know, political organizations as well. Cool. What, what are some of the ways people could find you and same side on, on the internet? Oh, well, they can go to tatianamoroz.com, uh, which is T-A-T-I-A-N-A-M-O-R-O-Z, uh, same side entertainment.com, um, on Twitter, Queen Tatiana, which is like an old thing, which sounds like I'm just really vain, but I don't mean it that way. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I'm on Facebook, Tatiana Moroz Music, so people can find me. I'm, I'm all over the place. So, Awesome. Well, for, I've, I've been speaking with Tatiana Moroz, singer-songwriter and amazing liberty activist. Uh, check her out at Porkfest in New Hampshire, um, which is... June 20th, but it's June 17th to the 23rd. Cool. And then the United We Stand Festival, June 22nd. June 22nd. You got it. Little Rock, I Arkansas. And then... Of course, Libertopia here in San Diego, August 30th through September 2nd. Tatiana, thank you very much again for joining the program. Thanks very much for having me on. Have a good day. And that was my guest, Tatiana Moroz. And for those listening, that was a pre-taped interview. Uh, shortly thereafter, the United We Stand Festival was rescheduled to be at UCLA this October uh, 2013. So now that it's in so SoCal... I'm going to definitely be looking forward to attending that. And uh, Pork Fest is happening this week. If you're in New Hampshire, if you're listening from New Hampshire or listening from New Hampshire in the LRN.FM during the podcast, it's, she's playing uh, on the 20th, but it's happening all this week. Uh, so shout out from across the country over there. And again, for those that want to see your play in San Diego here at the Libertopia Festival, you simply head over to libertopia.org, check out the pricing for the tickets, and if you want to, you can go at checkout, use the promo code TATIANAVIP for 10% off the Libertopia tickets. So again, that's libertopia.org, checkout code is TATIANAVIP, that's August 
30th through September 2nd. And uh, I want to play uh, two songs here by Tatiana. This first one is Bob Dylan cover called Masters of War. And then after that is Make a YouTube Video and we'll be right back after that with some news. KKSM, the Radio Revolution, and LRN.FM, the Liberty Radio Network. That build all the gods, you that build the death plants, you that build all the bombs, you that hide behind walls, you that hide behind deaths. I just want you to know I can see through your mask. You that never done nothing But built to destroy You play with my world Like it's your little toy You put a gun in his hand And you hide from his eyes And you turn and run Judas of old You lie and deceive A world war can be won You want me to believe But I see through your eyes And I see through your brain Like I see through the water That runs down my drain you fasten all the triggers for the others to fire. Then you sit back and watch when the death count gets higher. You hide in your mansion as young people's blood flows out of their bodies and is buried in the mud. You've thrown the worst fear That can never be heard Fear to bring children Into the world For threatening my baby Unborn and unnamed You ain't worth the blood That runs in your veins much do I know to talk out of turn? You might say that I'm young, you might say I'm a bird, but there's one thing I know though I'm younger than you, that even Jesus would never forgive what you do. Let me ask you one question Is your money that good? Will it buy you forgiveness? Do you think that it could? And I think you will find When your death takes its toll 
the money you made will never buy back your soul And I hope that you die And your death will come soon your casket on a pale afternoon and I'll watch while you're lowered down into your deathbed and I'll stand over your grave till I'm sure that you're dead
Make a YouTube video Make a YouTube video Make a YouTube video by Tatiana Moroz, my last guest. If you missed the podcast, you can check it out on iTunes at Free Thought or search for Free Thought and then look for Free Thought AAC or listen to LRN.FM's weekly podcast loop and it'll play sometime during the week. Um, and I'm going to post the interview on YouTube later on. Uh, so be sure to check out freethoughtmedia.org. Got the YouTube link up there, Free Thought TV. And again, uh, if you want to see Tatiana play locally uh, at the Libertopia Festival, August 30th through September 2nd, uh, you can get 10% off tickets. Go to libertopia.org and use the checkout code TatianaVIP, and that gives you 10% off, and I think also helps her get to San Diego. And I, uh, I really, really want to talk about this kind of impending war uh, between Syria and Iran. It's kind of, I, I think Syria is the kind of stepping stone to a war with Iran and the neocon map to take over the Middle East roadmap to war that I, Donald Rumsfeld jumped up a long time ago. Um, but that would take too much time, and I want, I want to save it for a little later on in the show because I want to play the new Black Sabbath song some new Captain Beefheart, and then the next hour I've got my guest Eric Bayul from, uh, he's from Barcelona, Spain, and he plays guitar and vocals for the band Moonloop. They're pretty kick-ass. The, like, they're very influenced by Opeth, but they got their own mark. They got, you know, definitely a very unique sound. That's why I really like them, and, you know, like discovering bands from all over the world. And, um, but it is time for the news, and this half-hour's news brief is brought to you by the Cop Block Police Accountability Report from copblock.org. Before you cross the street, you better look both ways, or we'll throw you in the pokey for a dozen days. And all around the county, every woman and man knows we'll pull you over just to play our banjo. The Police Accountability Report. Brought to you by CopBlock.org. CopBlock is a decentralized project supported by a diverse group of individuals united by their shared goals of police accountability, education of individual rights, and the dissemination of effective tactics to utilize while filming police. From Keene in the Shire, the Liberty Media Capital of the World, this is Daryl W. Perry. Host of the Police Accountability Report, brought to you by CopBlock.org. This week, a couple of stories that should cause anyone critically thinking to see that those wearing badges aren't always operating with the best of intentions. A jury has ordered a former police officer to pay $500,000 in damages to a woman who claimed he raped her while answering her 911 call for help. Former officer Jason M. New did not show up for his civil trial last month. A jury awarded plaintiff Angela Allen $250,000 in compensatory damages, $250,000 in punitive damages, and an additional cost of $985.50, according to a May 20th court order. Circuit Judge John R. Doyle III previously found that New was liable for rape and sexual assault of Allen, according to court records. 
Allen was 60 years old in August of 2010 when she filed the lawsuit. She argued that she was disoriented because of a combination of alcohol and prescription and over-the-counter drugs when she called 911 for help at her home. New, who was on duty and in uniform, arrived and raped her, then returned and raped her a second time. Allen argued that she could not consent to sex because of her impaired condition. New was 34 when the suit was filed and has worked for the Norfolk Police Department since April 2007. In March, his attorney asked to withdraw as his lawyer because he could not reach him or find him. New spokesman said in 2010 that Commonwealth attorney Greg Underwood found insufficient evidence to prosecute New. If attorneys for Allen had their way, the city of Norfolk would be paying up too. But because of sovereign immunity, Doyle dismissed the lawsuit against the city, a decision that was upheld by the Virginia Supreme Court. Robert Ruloff, one of the plaintiff's attorneys, said his firm is using an investigator to try to find New. Quote, if we can find him, we can take his depositions and see what he has. If he's got any assets, we can try to take his assets. We're going to pursue this until we try to get her compensation. City spokesman Lurie Crouch said records show that New was terminated on November 11th of 2010. In other news, a federal judge ordered a former deputy sheriff to pay $2 million in damages to a 15-year-old girl he forced to give him a blowjob. Former Jackson County Sheriff's Officer Stephen W. Burgess pled guilty in 2010 to violating the girl's constitutional rights. He was sentenced to 14 years in prison without parole. According to court documents, Burgess was on duty and in uniform when he came across the victim and her friends on July 24, 2007 at around 2 a.m. Burgess told the friends to leave and ordered the victim to stay. He put her in handcuffs, groped her breast and buttocks, and forced her to perform oral sex on him. She sued Burgess and Jackson County in September 2011, claiming the county had a pattern of failing to restrain or punish its officers for sexual misbehavior. U.S. District Judge Fernando Gayton Jr. last week ordered Burgess to pay the victim $400,000 in compensatory damages and $1.6 million in exemplary damages. Jackson County has paid $400,000 to settle the victim's claims. That's this week's Police Accountability Report brought to you by CopBlock.org. I hope you'll all take a moment to consider just what it is you are being forced to pay for with taxation and speak out against the violence. Until next week, stay safe and remember that badges don't grant extra rights. When you're in our county and you want to drive, just remember to go 55. There are no traffic problems tonight, June 17th, 6.38 p.m., but the weather outside in San Marcos is 67 degrees. That has been your news. We'll be back right after these commercials. KKSM, the Radio Revolution, and LRN.FM, the Liberty Radio Network. KKSM. Making Marconi proud. The Radio Revolution. KKSM. Cool people listen on AM 1320. Party people listen on Cox Cable 957. And traveling people listen on PalomarCollegeRadio.com or download the Ustream app for their smartphones. 
KKSM, the radio revolution. Are you tired of governments murdering people around the world? Stop using their money. There is an alternative. Bitcoin is a stateless, free market, non-political currency. Bitcoin cannot be inflated or controlled by any government. By using their money, you are helping the state. You have an incredible alternative available now. Learn it, use it, spread it. Get started with Bitcoin at WeUseCoins.com. That's WeUseCoins.com. What does freedom mean? Tune in to LRN.FM to find out. LRN.FM is the Liberty Radio Network, a collection of live talk radio and podcasts, all coming from a principled pro-liberty perspective. LRN.FM show hosts aren't left, right, or conspiracy kooks. You can tune in 24-7 to LRN.FM via your phone, computer, satellite, and more. Listen free anytime at LRN.FM. That's LRN.FM. KKSM. The antidote of corporate radio. The radio revolution. How are we going to keep building nuclear weapons? You know what I mean? What's going to happen to the arms industry when we realize we're all one? (laughs) It's going to f*** up the economy. The economy that's fake anyway. (laughs) See why the government's cracking down. Introducing the two drugs that are legal, alcohol and cigarettes, two drugs that do nothing for you whatsoever. And drugs that grow naturally upon this planet. Drugs that open your eyes up to make you realize how you're being f***ed every day of your life. Those drugs are against the law. Wow. Welcome back to Free Thought Radio, freethoughtmedia.org, facebook.com slash freethoughtradio. If you missed any part of the episode, podcasts are on iTunes. Search for Free Thought and look for Free Thought AAC. My guest for this hour was Tatiana Moroz, singer-songwriter and liberty activist. And the video of that interview will be up also later this week on the YouTube channel. Uh, next hour, I've got uh, the guitar player of Barcelona-based progressive metal band Moonloop. Very, very awesome. Want to tune in not miss that. But right now, I've got... I didn't even know that it was coming out last week. But the new Black Sabbath. I thought it was really heavy. The album's called 13... I really liked it. I liked a lot of the subject matter. I think it was very, you know, uh, con- spoke to the times, if you will, which is good. It's not like Megadeth making a new album and it doesn't really matter. Or, or other bands like, I don't know, Skid Skid Row, or <laughs> Guns N' Roses. Uh, oh, given the way that Axl Rose looks nowadays. But, you know, they actually went for it to make a mark rather than just churn, churn one out because the label told them to. Um, and I, I really liked it. Actually, uh, Peter Joseph of the Zeitgeist movies made the music video for Sabbath, the sort of single off the tune, which is God is Dead, which is what I'm going to play right now. It's an eight-minute song, but it is awesome. So please stay tuned. You're listening to KKSM, AM 1320, The Radio Revolution, and LRN.FM, The Liberty Radio Network. This is God is Dead by Black Sabbath, right off their new album, 13. Be right back.
Side from dark 
KSM. Broadcasting live from the campus of Palomar College. The Radio Revolution. Oh, Palomar. It's game on at the San Diego County Fair. The San Diego County Fair goes from June 8th through July 4th. 
And this year, the fair will spotlight classic and nostalgic games from board games and pinball to television, video, and computers. Be sure to check out the 10-foot Monopoly board and the Star Trek exhibit. If you're feeling hungry, try some of the new food this year and stop by the many festivals happening, like Bacon Fest, Wine Fest, and San Diego International Beer Fest. And when you're ready to rock, enjoy the sounds of Train, Chevy Checker, Joan Jett, Weird Al, Switchfoot, Motels, Steve Miller Band, and the Beach Boys kicking it all off Saturday, June 8th at the Del Mar Fairground. For more information, visit sdfair.com, the San Diego County Fair. Game on! Since time began, tyrants have taken aim at personal liberties. Now there's a movie that aims back. The government has no more right to tell us what to put in our bodies than they have to take our guns or tell us what books we can read. I wonder how prohibitionists would feel if they saw medical marijuana vastly improve the life of someone dear to them. Today, many cops who enforce pot laws do so only because it provides them with cushy jobs, good benefits, and a chance to push people around. I was an undercover narcotics officer. The drug war is nothing but a farce. Six drug police were eaten by bears while raiding a marijuana farm. On your knees, you dirty hippies! Jesus. On your knees! What's the problem, officer? The Second Amendment says you gotta keep you and your gat intact. Guns and Weed, The Road to Freedom. A film by Michael W. Dean and Nima Vidati. Available from gunsandweed.com. Hello there, this is Butters trying to remind you to like us on Facebook and facebook.com slash kkshamradio. Ooh, and it's a carnival and I'm looking forward to the Del Mar Fair. Made it, uh, the Turtles are actually playing on July 4th and I cannot wait to see that. I've been waiting for Happy Together to come to San Diego for a long time. Um, but I wanted to talk about, uh, the war or another new one. You know, we went into Libya, uh, for no apparent reason whatsoever. I would contend, uh, that Libya was trying to introduce a gold dinar and, uh, you know, we don't like it when uh, countries start to not denominate their, uh, oil purchases in the dollar. Uh, you know, the last countries to not have fiat central banks were kind of the ones that we started to go to war with or chip away at. Um, but the U.S. government finally said that they were going to start funding and arming the Syrian rebels. Well, that's kind of just officializing it, really, because they had been doing that all along since apparently George Bush. Uh, but they won't really uh, openly admit to that. Um, and uh, as that has happened, Iran has begun to send 4,000 troops to the Syrian border. Assad had uh, nothing to do with 9-11 or funding terrorism. The U.S. just felt like it, uh, you know, felt like overthrowing him for no apparent reason. Now, if the U U.S. starts a war, uh, they've got to expect some retaliation, and so must Israel. I mean, th this is arguably, uh, I think, a war for... Uh, partially uh, uh, what Israel wants to do in that region uh, and also part of that, you know, kind of a, a roadmap of, of war that the neocons uh, wanted to. I mean, they were talking about invading Iran and all these 
places they did what they could. You know, they could get Afghanistan at one point, or maybe they couldn't go into Iran at that point. Um, but they keep plugging away, hoping to, and now they have. I mean, they got Afghanistan and Iraq, now Libya, and now Syria. I mean, the, the U.S. has moved troops into the Syrian border uh, last week and also many months ago with Patriot missiles in Turkey. Um, and, and as bad as the governments of Syria and Iran might be, they don't have bases all around the world. They are not threatening the U.S. The U.S. government's actions really defeats their notion that Iran is somehow some sort of existential threat. They are really not. Uh, the U.S. instigated this war, and they're either suicidal or stupid or something evil or all of the above to think that you know Iran won't retaliate Uh on Syria's side, I mean, we're going to be putting uh, the Syrians in danger, the Israelis in danger, the U.S. troops in danger, uh, that entire region in danger if it breaks out into this big war, uh, Lebanon, uh, Jordan, all, all those countries are going to be in the midst of a big civil war. I mean, the Syrian people are already suffering uh, at the hands of the Syrian rebellion, which is this ragtag group funded by the U.S., uh, largely ex religious extremists. Uh, as usual, uh, is uh, I mean, and, and contrary to popular belief that Egypt is somehow an independent state ran by this rogue Muslim Brotherhood, as some right wing people just want to condemn them for being Muslim, but they're really in bed with the U.S. Just like Mubarak, Egyptian President Morsi is taking the side of the U.S. and Israel and supporting the Syrian rebellion. The Syrian re rebels, largely an astroturf mo movement created by the U.S. government, the CIA, and, and uh, of course, uh, they are made up of extremist jihadists, just like when the U.S. and CIA created Al-Qaeda. Um, and the Syrian rebels are linked to Al-Qaeda. And I, I don't think Islam is the problem. I don't think Islam causes violence. Really, the U.S. government creates and, uh, you know adds fuel to the fire of these small group of extremists. And then the CIA takes that and they use it as propaganda here in the West to say that they represent all Muslims and then we should be very, very afraid and thus support their murdering wars. Um, and the Syrian rebe rebels were the ones using the sarin nerve gas, not the Syrian government. Syrian rebels execute 14-year-olds for blasphemy and eat the heart out of enemies that they have killed and set up religious police in towns that they have conquered. Uh, are, are these the people that we really want to support? They, again, sure don't represent all, all of Islam. Uh, you know, is this just playing into the CIA's narrative of creating a false stereotype of Muslims in order to build up a boogeyman for wars? Um, are the Syrian rebels going to come and bite us in the ass the same way that Osama and Al-Qaeda did when the CIA created them in the 80s? I think, again, one thing is for sure, a lot of innocent Syrians who don't want any part of this are going to needlessly die in a civil war created by U.S. imperialism. They are purposely, I think, uh, this is obviously drawing Iran into this war. This will lead us down the road of something hopefully not big. Uh, and I think it should be stopped now. I mean, it's kind of too, what can I do? Can I, I can't really throw myself under the bus to be the Tiananmen Square guy 
stand in front of a large shipment of arms that's headed to Syria. I mean, uh, really engaging in, in uh, intellectual intellectual awakening, getting people to be against these wars and realize that uh, Democrats and Republicans are the same. You know, Senator Jay Rockefeller, you know, Rockefeller is a Democrat. I mean, if Rockefeller is a Democrat, you know that both parties are, are, are in the pockets of the 1%, really. Democrats and Republicans, left, right. I mean, it's really the left hand and the right hand of Ben Bernanke or, or the Wall Street bankers, Goldman Sachs. That's really what it, what it comes down to. And it, it's a war party. One party is a war party. Um, uh, of course, you know, they're, they're, uh, I hope this can stop. I hope that miraculously Obama would come around. Um, but I am not sure. I think we have to stop letting the 1% in both political parties, the banksters, Israel, and the military-industrial complex create wars on a blank check without our consent. I do think that, you know, defense is reasonable, but where is the defense in these wars? This seems like just offense, imperialism, resource extraction, oppression of people that are not Anglo, uh, and, of course, you know, money printing. Uh, you know, the fraud of the Federal Reserve and debt-based currency to just r rack up some more debt-based currency so that they can make more money off these wars. Uh, I don't know what I can do to stop these wars other than to talk about them, let you guys know that it's happening. Um, maybe uh, we can see a sort of Vietnam-type taking to the streets. Um other than that, I really don't know, but I just hope that more people are awakening and think that just because Obama's a Democrat that he's somehow anti-war. I mean, whoever thinks that Obama's anti-war has got to be living under a rock. I see way too many Obama bumper stickers next to peace signs or, or other kind of symbolism of being anti-war. It's just, it just makes my blood boil. Like, we got to stop giving blank checks to these guys. But my guest here in the next hour after this commercial break is Eric Bailenas of the Barcelona-based metal band Moonloop. And, you know, they're going because of war, because of, you know, central banks racking up debt, government spending beyond their means. Uh, you know, the economic situation is definitely screwed up there. I mean, all central banks around the world are engaging in the same crap that the U.S. central bank is doing. Uh, so they're really the inflationary policies are hitting every country, Euro countries, um, so on and so forth. It's a mess, but um, hopefully the people take back their currency, you know, go back to something that's backed by something uh, across the world. And therefore, when the central banks are stopped, you know, they are, I think, some of the instigators of these wars. Ron Paul said it's no coincidence that a century of central banking has also been the century of total war. You're listening to KKSM. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to KKSM AM 1320 Oceanside, PalomarCollegeRadio.com. Are you tired of governments murdering people around the world? Stop using their money. There is an alternative. Bitcoin is a stateless, free market, non-political currency. Bitcoin cannot be inflated or controlled by any government. By using their money, you are helping the state. Stop doing it. You have an incredible alternative available now. Learn it, use it, spread it. Get started with Bitcoin at WeUseCoins.com. That's WeUseCoins.com. 
KKSM Oceanside. I'm sure that it's going to be a hit single. AM 1320, The Radio Revolution. Welcome back to Free Thought Radio, Mondays 6 to 9 p.m. live on KKSM AM 1320, The Radio Revolution here in San Diego, and podcasting on LRN.FM, the Liberty Radio Network, straight out of New Hampshire, where they've got the Pork Fest 10 going on there, and my guest from the last hour, Tatiana Moreau's playing there on the 20th, if you're in Pork Fest. Sounds like an awesome time. I can't unfortunately be there across the country, but someone that's even farther from uh, across the uh, Atlantic is my next guest, and he is not only a lover of the environment and of nature, but he is a supremely awesome death metal musician. Joining me now is Eric Bayulenas. He is the guitarist and vocalist of Moonloop. Eric, welcome to the program. Thank you very much, Alex. It's a pleasure for me. Awesome, and he's chiming in all the way from Barcelona in Spain. So, uh, tell us a bit about how you got in, into music and how you discovered various influences of yours. Okay, so, well, when I was uh, very, very young, uh, my father used to, to play a lot of records here in, in my home, and he played guitar too, and, uh, well, I was used to, to listen to Hendrix, The Beatles, uh, The Kings, or Led Zeppelin, or all that stuff, and, well, when I was growing up, I uh, was more interested into hard rock and 80s pop and Van Halen and David Lee Roth and all that stuff. And, and then I, I began to, to play guitar at 13. And uh, well, that, that's how it, be, it began. <laughs> awesome. Uh, wh- when did you discover heavy metal? and, and um... Yeah, uh, heavy metal uh, I discovered at the end of the 80s with uh, Van Halen Records and Steve Vai and Joe Satriani and a little bit of uh, Extreme. Uh, I remember buying Pornography by Extreme uh, on, on 990, I think. And uh, then I... Well, uh, I was very influenced by Joe Satriani and, and I... I followed uh, him as a guitar teacher because uh, I knew that uh, he was a guitar teacher of, of Alex Kolnick, of Testament, of Rick Hunold from Exodus, uh, Kirk Hammett from Metallica, uh, obviously Steve Vai and, and all these people. And then I discovered Trash Metal, thanks to, to Joe Satriani. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then, well, it was very natural because uh, from Trash Metal, um, I wanted to to listen more extreme music, and then I discovered death, uh, morbid angel, obituary, and and all that stuff. So I began with um, American death metal. I I, I was uh, a lot in, into American death metal more than European death metal. Mm-hmm. And how that's that's how I discovered extreme metal. And at the same time, I, I was in love with bands like Marillion or Porcupine Tree or. Uh, Dream Seater, or all, I'm, I'm in love with everything, but well, metal it's it's my first choice. <laughs> awesome. Uh, when did you first form Moonloop? Uh, in 2001. We we gathered in a rehearsal room here in Barcelona as, as friends because we know we knew uh, each other. Uh, from I think from 14 or 15 since we were teenagers so uh, we began to uh, play some jams or some covers and then we discovered that we have a, 
uh, a good uh, chemistry between with, between us. So uh, we began to to write songs, and then one day I, I proposed the the name Moonloop, which is a song by Porcupine Tree, a four a fourteen minute uh, song by Porcupine Tree, and and they loved the name, so that's how we began. <laughs> awesome. Uh, what what are some of the the highlights of, of uh, what you guys done? Who you've opened for? Some of the albums that you've released? Uh, well, we have released uh, three demos, and uh, recently, well, one one year ago, we we released our first album, and well, our first demos, uh, the sound was pretty crap, <laughs> but well, we we were learning to to write, to record, to how how to uh, get a mature sound or a sound that we could uh, get uh, in, I don't know how to say it, but we, we were searching ourselves through the music. So when you listen to extreme metal, but at the same time you are in love with Jeff Buckley or Radiohead or Pink Floyd, it's very difficult to find your own uh, sound because mixing, uh, well, everyone can mix, but it's difficult to make it um, personally and, and, and to to uh, get a, a good result. So uh, the first years were like this. We were uh, playing a lot, writing a lot, and uh, focusing on, 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 on getting a record deal. So uh, it lasts for 10 years since uh, we, we achieved the opportunity to, to get a record deal. And we are very happy now. Awesome. Um, what's the metal scene like in Europe and especially in Barcelona? Uh, well, we have so many good bands, uh, but now the the scene uh, it's uh, it's in a bad moment because uh, here in Spain we have a political and economical situation that doesn't um, uh, get support to to those. Uh, you know, uh, you can be a, a painter or a, a musician or a singer or an actor. And now things here are getting a little bit uh, up. Yeah. So uh, we have a lot of uh, many good bands, but if you don't go outside Spain, uh, it's like you are nothing in Spain. I don't know if I, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because if you go outside Spain and and you and people loves you outside Spain, maybe when you come, when you return to Spain, maybe people. Uh, could be seeing you as a rock star or something like that, but uh, it's very difficult now. We have very very good bands. We have a uh, black metal, death metal, brutal death metal, trash metal, but it's in Spain. We we have a, a bad tradition for um, to say it in in, in some way, because uh, we had good bands in the 80s, heavy metal, but it seems that since the 90s, uh, nothing has nothing has happened here and that's not true because we we have a lot of, of good bands but usually we we are more influenced by american or scandinavian metal, metal bands and it's very difficult to to get a place if you are from spain so we hope that maybe someday this this will, will change <laughs> yeah what are some of the difficulties of, of being independent well, uh, being a man here, for example, um, uh, to rent a rehearsal room, it's so expensive. If you want to play in Barcelona, for example, you have to pay 
for uh, venues that are mm, small and the sound it's pretty crap and things like this. So it's it's expensive and you get diff a lot of difficulties and and there's so many people waiting to to play because here in Barcelona. <laughs> There are few places um, to to play metal, or and I think that in Madrid, in the capital, that's the same because uh, at the beginning of this year, uh, in Madrid was a was a venue that it's called uh, Ritmo y Compas. It was a very good venue, and now it's closed because well, people don't have money or something like that. That's uh, how the things are working here now. Uh, it, it's getting a little bit uh, difficult, but uh, there's so many band that, that bands that believe that this uh, situation must change. So uh, we are working hard on that. Mm -hmm. uh, which which bands you've opened for in the past? Oh, okay, okay, sorry. Uh, so yeah, in the past we we opened from for Leaves Eyes, which is uh, well the ex uh, Theatre Tragedy is uh, lead singer Liv Christine's band. Uh, we opened for for Saturnus. We opened for Cynic, uh, who are my <laughs> one of my bad, favorite bands of all time. Oh, yeah. um, uh, then An Anathema in 2004, and then Draconian and Finstrol. Those are the, the well the the most famous bands that we are we, we had the chance to to open for. And they are, well, they have been very good experience because there's so many people that goes to to these uh, concerts and and if people are enough open-minded, you can get in touch with them and and what um, we 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 are interested in in getting a, a, a big uh, I don't know how to say it a big. Uh, fan base or something like that. So when you play or when you're open for these uh, great bands. Uh, it's a good opportunity. It's the best chance to to do it. So it's great. Has been great. Definitely. Um, for for those just joining, I'm speaking with Eric Bayulenas from the band We Loop. They're from Barcelona, Spain. And uh, how would you describe um, the sort of distinct style of We Loop? Well, uh, it's a little bit difficult because uh, well, we, we are in love with Opeth since they um, released uh, Still Life and that was a little bit, I, I think that that was um, the the key point where we realized that we could do music uh, and mix all the all the things that we love and well, uh, if Opeth uh, could do it, we can do it <laughs> and so and uh, we, we began to, to mix uh, Pop or rock or say it like something like that and death metal. So uh, I think that I can describe our music like uh, extreme metal, but with a psychedelic or symphonic or progressive touches that uh, gives the music a little bit of of, of atmosphere and then something. It's not extreme all the time. So you you must be into extreme metal to to enjoy moon loop but uh you can you can be in love at the same time with bands like Marillion, Porcupine Tree or Genesis or or Pestilence or something like that and it's you have to be open minded but 
I think that so many people today are open-minded. So our style, it's not something, it, it's not new for now. But yeah, it's progressive death metal. That's, that's the name. <laughs> Definitely. Well, uh, <laughs> um, what are some of the, the subject matters of the lyrics that you guys write? Uh-huh. Well, uh, I usually write lyrics and, uh, well, I'm inspired in personal uh, experience. Uh, some, when, when you are, uh, sometimes you are very, uh, very sad or very happy, you know, um, like everyone else. <laughs> but I try to, to mix these feelings into and, and, and transform them to, to get uh, more like, like uh, it, it's like, Life some sometimes uh, wants to to uh, to give you like uh, life is teaching us through our through every day and everything that we do and everything you feel the people you know. So I I usually try to to get uh, a I don't know if if it's uh, if I will say it correctly, but I usually want to to get a teaching from life from everything that happens around me so sometimes i write about this and uh a lot of of, of lyrics from the and from the latest album it's uh well they talk about climate change and respecting the earth and how the the humanity must uh be aware of the great power of the earth because the earth is above us and sometimes in humanity forget that so that's that's the 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 subject of of, of the record definitely that, that brings me to the next question um what do you do aside from music how it involves nature and what, what you think about the environment in general mm -hmm. uh well since i was uh i think five years or six or, or six uh, years old sorry uh well my fathers are in love with nature and uh, we usually went to to the forest or to the sea or well and uh well one day i discovered the the fossils and paleontology and and, and that was like a uh lsd trip for me <laughs> so <laughs> uh, i i usually go to to the mountain and and I'm, i need to 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 get uh, lost into forest or something like that because I enjoy being in silence and listening to the birds and and of course I I wear my hammer and if I see a fossil or something like that I I, I can't wait to to bring it to my home and uh, I'm in love with paleontology I usually uh, study this on, in at my home but I never uh, made uh, any uh, uni university, uh, I don't know how to say it in English, but you know, uh, I, I didn't study this uh, officially, but uh, this is one of my biggest passions, uh, along with music and guitar and, and and that. So I'm in love with nature and nature, it's like a circle. Uh, it, it inspires me a lot to write music, to write lyrics and, and gives me a big, powerful uh, feeling i don't know how to describe it but it's very connected the, the day i realized that music it's very connected with nature that was the best day of my life so <laughs> it, that that's the key for for me to to um, well it's it's the biggest inspiration um i get a lot of inspiration on, from musicians that i love 
but nature it's it's uh, it's cheaper it's you you have it outside you only have to go outside your home and and open your eyes and breathe and be and being so conscious about you all that you have around you and that's a big treasure definitely mm -hmm. yeah and and i think uh, europe has a lot of things that we could learn over here um they, they have some restrictions on the genetic engineering of foods um here we have very few uh restrictions or options testing is very limited so safest foods still may have contam contaminated genetics yeah. um do you think that we're depleting the natural nutritional value of food and how do you think that affects the ecosystem well yeah yeah, yeah. i'm i'm aware of that because i've seen uh, a lot of uh, videos and, and well and doc documentaries and, and all that stuff and it's well I, I saw i think one or two months ago um uh, movie that was called Thrive. I think that yeah, you will know I, it. I saw that too. Yeah, so that was great because um, I enjoyed it a lot because uh, well, it, it, it's the the movie uh, talks about everything. Everything is connected, and everything is connected uh, about how people are uh, not having money or not having food, and and how the uh, a fewer uh, or a small part of the of the the humanity or, or in the planet are controlling this through uh through, through food or through rich corporations and and all that stuff big and banks. i think that we are, yeah yeah we are living uh, a big 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 lie so mm -hmm. when you want to 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 open your eyes there's a lot of people that still wants to 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 be living in in this big lie because it's it's easier to to live like this and uh i do not want because uh i know i i recognize that i need electricity i need to go to supermarket i need to uh do a lot of things that uh are uh directly connected with with this capitalism and and this uh, rhythm of life but uh i'm aware of, of what's happening and on all that stuff with uh well you know uh everything Every war in the world or every conflict, it's not a, a, a conflict that comes from the people. It's a conflict of interests uh, or maybe, sorry, it's a conflict infundated by people who, who have the money and maybe they want more money. So uh, the, the, I don't know, sorry for my English because I don't have enough vocabulary, but uh, when you uh, when, when these people that are uh, called politicians uh, want to 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 get more money or to get control through fear and and and, and all that stuff, they well they create a war and that's all. And people usually accept it or or have a lot of fear and oh no, I don't want to go like that because that. But nobody uh, goes outside and says no, you don't have to to be teaching us what we we have to do or the the methodology of fear and and, and being scared that's not the way so here in barcelona for example recently we well uh, two years ago we had a uh, a lot of uh, i don't know if the name is uh, manifestations or something like that mm -hmm. that when people goes outside in the street and says no we don't want this so uh, there were a lot of situations Pro like protesting? that. Protesting? Sorry? Protesting? 
Uh, that's right, protesting. Yeah, that, that's right. So uh, it's beautiful when you see people united um, by things like this. Like, uh, well, in Africa, there's no food. Mm-hmm. Or we don't have work. Here in Spain, I don't have work too because everything is going very, very bad. I usually use it to, well, I meet you in a record store and then, mm-hmm. and, and, and then I, I went to another record store, but people are not buying records. Or yes, they are buying, but in a, in a small, very, very small compared to, to, to five or six years ago. And uh, it's, it's a holy crap thing because uh, there's so many people that loves music and there's so many people that wants to, to do things and being, being creative all the time. But uh, now you, you have to feel very, very happy if you have a place uh, where you can go to sleep and uh, something to eat in, in, the, in the fridge. So if you have this, you are lucky. It's, it's like being, uh, we are walking backwards, but that's that's one that's why the people uh, more than than ever we we have to go outside and say no we don't want this and i think that it's a thing that's happening in every country but well in spain it's very 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 difficult like in greece or in portugal or something like that exactly mm-hmm. and i know what you, yeah. I, I i know what you mean you know the the big banks they kind of like especially the central banks like we have over here the federal reserve they profit over that's right. Off of both sides of every war, so it's kind of raking in the, yeah. the money from That's both right. sides. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're explaining perfectly because I'm sorry because uh, I, I can't explain so well what, what what I feel. But when I saw uh, a movie like Thrive, um, well, the, um, my father and my mother are very uh, well are aware of this since uh, I was very very young, and in my home we usually get in touch with the, I don't know how to say it, maybe you, you can see the, the TV news or something like that, but this is not real. Exactly. So my, in my family, um, we usually get in touch with the, the other reality, that, that the reality that nobody wants to see. And that, that doesn't mean that um, all the things that we see are bad or are uh, I don't know. Uh, no, because there's so many people that are doing things very well right now in this moment, and well, it's it's you have to be equilibrated because at the same time you have wars and you have uh, the, the 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 money ruling the world, but on the other hand, there's so many people that are conscious and there's so many people that are going uh, out, they are outsiders of, of this society. And for me, that's, that means uh, a lot of hope for, for me, for, for my friends and, and for the planet, sincerely. Exactly. Uh, a, little, a little bit frightening though, that um, I'm back on the subject of, you know, genetically engineered foods, that a third of the B population uh-huh, yeah. died off for some reason that I can't <laughs> seem to think of yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I wonder I know. why. <laughs> it's it's incredible. I, I'm I don't know so much about this, but uh, I I get in touch recently, and because well, my my girlfriend is vegetarian, and he and she usually is searching biological food and all that stuff, and wow, it's well, it's another. 
it's a it's great but on the other hand it's another way to control people mm -hmm. and that's not good because it's it's the 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 history of of humanity since we began to 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 exchange money or exchange uh one piece of meat uh for um for an apple that that's how begin the interest the power you we have the power we have all that stuff and you need us so if you need us you are in in in, in well in a in a bad situation i don't know how to to say it but i hope that i, I can explain a little bit servitude yeah in servitude yeah that's right that's right that's right and I don't know. I, I'm not much into uh, this. Uh, well, all the, the all the food and and, and how uh, the transgenics uh, and all that stuff. But it scares me a little bit. It's it scares me a little bit mm -hmm. because it's like uh, the money. So everything that wears money inside, it's like a bump or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that uh, art and music have the ability to spread awareness about um, different types of things, whether it be you know issues like mm -hmm. these or just anything in general? Um, uh, what's your what's your take on on, on the sort of transcending um, vibes that music sends to other people? Uh huh. Yeah, I believe that so much because uh, when I was uh, very young, like like you are, every when you are a kid, you are very um, uh, I don't know how to say, it, but you get a lot of influences then because you are so young, you are so innocent, and you are uh, maybe the the word could be. Per, per metal or something like that to, to music so when when the music sounds or something happens around you uh, you you get in touch with this at, at 100 percent so yeah for me music it's a very good way to uh, explain what's happening to it's a very good way to 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 make your feelings uh, to get in to, to get in touch with other people's feelings and that's very very important because today we we need this uh you can show uh, a beyonce video through the mtv and if you are 13 years old and you like dancing maybe that connects with you and that's right pretty cool but uh i'm in love with music that spreads uh some most uh, more mature or mystical uh feelings mm -hmm. and uh i'm in love with musicians like uh well there's a there's a, an italian musician that it's called franco battiato that he's like uh it's like a philosopher and he writes very very good lyrics that open your eyes immediately it's great it's great so uh music like like frank zappa um, right. did it's like it's it's like this. You can you can play guitar and sing, but at the same time you are teaching people or you are uh, uh, spreading good vibes or uh, I don't know. It's it's like a ritual. So for me it's very important. It's not only going to the stage and ah, uh, going fast or playing folk music. Mm, I don't know. And that's right. No, when you when you go to to the stage, it's like a, well. It's it's a ritual. It's it's something that you offer to the people, and uh, you never know if people can connect with you. 
but uh, you only have to to have one thing in mind that you are being real in that moment. So for me, that's enough. If you are real, you can connect with people. Maybe you only connect with two, but these two are a treasure. <laughs> so it's very important to 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 connect with with other people's feelings through music or through painting or writing or, or making a radio program or singing or dancing. For me, all, all this is, it's, uh, it's art. Definitely. It's, it's like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, talk mm-hmm. about the, the newest Moon Loop album, Deeply from the Earth and joining Listenable Records. Mm-hmm. Well, we recorded uh, through a very long period of time because we had um, a lot of, of problems at the studio. But, uh, well, at the end, we mixed it with Gorka here in, in Barcelona. He has worked with uh, um, a band from Barcelona that are called Fu- uh, Fusco. They play black metal, too. And when we listened to their album, we loved the sound, and we contacted uh, Gorka to, to mix the album and, and all that stuff. And then uh, we contacted uh, Goran Finberg, who who worked with uh, Meshuga, Dark Tranquility, or Ropeth, uh, uh, who mastered uh, the album. And when we have it, well, uh, it lasts... Uh, for two years since we began to to record and and we sent demos and well listenable records uh, seemed uh, very interested in us so we we singed the deal with them for three records and awesome. uh, we are we are very proud about the album but uh, you know uh, there are so many songs in this album that were um, that uh, that were made. Uh, in 2001, 2003, 2005, and uh, we are very excited about the next album more than Deeply from the Earth. Deeply from the Earth, it's like, um, well, it's like the first step, and we we want to to we wanted to to gather all the all the best stuff that we that we have been writing through through the past years, but for the next album. Uh, we are very, very excited because the new songs sound fresher, darker, uh, more melodic too. And, well, we have a, uh, a lot of, of new influences now. And but can't wait to, to record the next album. So, yeah, indeed, next week I, I must talk to, to Listen Evil uh man <laughs> and i'm going to ask him where we can begin to to record the, the next album because we thought that once the the album was released we will get a lot of of concerts and all that stuff but uh it didn't happen so it has been very 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 difficult to to find places to get in contact with managers with promoters and and bands and venues uh maybe because we are from Spain and all all the the, the musical uh, business here now it's a little bit difficult. But uh, well, uh, recently we we came from Copenhagen, and that was a very 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 great experience for for us because awesome. well, we we thought well, if you go to uh, Scandinavia or. Oh, uh, all the bands that we love or play melodic death metal come from from there. So be aware because you are from Spain. So maybe you are not doing things so well. But uh, no, fortunately mm, we we get we, we 
it was an amazing uh, weekend. People was crazy about our music. Uh, we talked with Iniquity, with, which is a band that I love, and they are interested in working with us and, and making a small tour. And it was great. So we are very, very happy now. But the record for us now, it's a little bit older because at the end of this month, um, uh, will be one year old so well we are proud of of it but mm, i can wait to to i'm i'm thinking about about next album i always think about the next thing that i um, want to to do so we are at this point right now <laughs> awesome uh t- mm-hmm. talk about uh by luna the ethereal ac- acoustic rock band you uh, have. yeah yeah, that's a well, that's a very hippie psychedelic uh, project that I have with a friend of mine. Uh, we we knew each, uh, we know each other since we were two years old. We we were at the same uh, school when we were so 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 young, and um, we began to play guitar at the same time at thirteen or fourteen years and. He has been my neighbor, and uh, well, we 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 get in touch through the years, and and we began to to play um, the, our first songs like very well with uh, an acoustic guitar and very uh, simple melodies and all that stuff, and we recorded a lot of material between 1997 and 2000, and uh, at the end of two. Uh, it was at the end, yeah, at the end of 2011. Uh, well, we 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 get we talk about it, and he had new ideas. I had new ideas, and we we focused on the more uh, 70s psychedelic music way of, of the songs. So we we began to record, and then well, uh, in one year we we gathered. Uh, 10 songs and then we decided to to release um there's a a keyboard player that his name is Izam he's a friend of mine he plays in another of my projects and uh he played a lot of mellotron and 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 vintage uh, k- keyboard sounds in, in the record of, of Bauluna and well it's it's like for me Bauluna it's like uh being outside metal being outside of of uh of playing fast or doing growl vocals, it's like a little holiday, and it's very nature-inspired music. So it's very reflexive, very symphonic, quiet, a little bit mysterious, and and well, if you listen to it, you can recognize a uh, uh, Pink Floyd or Tangerine Dream or Goblin influences everywhere. I think. <laughs> But it's it's a very funny project for me. It's 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 very very funny and very easy to play, to record, and to to master. So it's it's like a home project for me. Awesome. Um, what what are some uh, shows you guys uh, are playing in the future, if any? And what are some general future plans of of both mm-hmm. Moonloop and Bailuna? Okay, uh, Bauluna, well, for the moment we are only only recording. Now Bauluna are me and, and Joaquin, who is my, my friend. Uh, Izam, who played keyboards, uh, uh, well, he, he was very, very uh, busy with, with his band, that it's called Obsidian Kingdom. And uh, he decided to, to go out from, from Bauluna. And sincerely, we are not planning to to do any shows because 
it's it's a project that it's based in, in to have fun to to smoke some giants and to play music here and at home and then record them and yeah. from Mul- mm-hmm. well, we have we have plans to 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 play but recently we we played two shows here in barcelona and the second one uh sincerely they were so so uh i don't know how to say it a few people only because maybe there were 20 30 it, it was uh, it wasn't a, a very bad thing because we, we played in copenhagen where nobody knows us and and so many people was very excited and then we we returned to to our country to our city where it is supposed to to get uh, all the the support from from the fans or the people that knows you through the years and you get nothing and we are a little bit disgusted so maybe at the end of of the uh of summer we are playing in, in madrid we are working on that and we have another date in september in barcelona but we are trying to to get in touch with some important or some well-known band to open for them because we we didn't want to take the risk to to go playing i don't know how to say it Mm, we have to to be very 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 aware of which kind of mm, concert we we are choosing because uh it's it's expensive to play and uh we are not rich (laughs) so and Above all, we want to go outside Spain right now, or going to uh, cities, important cities outside Catalonia, from, from, for example, San Sebastián, Bilbao, Madrid, or Granada. But uh, above all, we know that we must go outside Spain. And uh, I don't care if we have to play in a small venue with a crap sound. Uh, for me, it's more important right now. It's, it's this. I, I, we, we must go outside and people outside Spain, I think that they are uh, uh, so more open-minded than, than Spanish people. It's it's what what I think. So maybe people will listen this and could, could think Eric is a fascist with, with his country. But I don't know. I'm, I feel like more, I, I, I'm, I'm feeling more American or, uh, I don't know, from Germany or from Denmark than from Spain, musically speaking and, and emotionally speaking, I think so. Yeah. Definitely. Do, do you have any other uh, final thoughts or anything you want to uh, get, get across to the listeners in general? Yeah, well... Uh, and now uh, I have another project that is called the Ripaule, and we play a mixture of Joe Satriani and Porcupine Tree and something like that. It's very uh, progressive rock oriented, and we are recording our first album that is based in in the the demos that I recorded here in in my at my home since 2005, and it's a project that uh, I'm very proud of this project because. Uh, they are very good musicians involved and uh can't wait to to have it recorded and and, and of course we we want to play live and we want to sing a deal if it's possible and let's see what happens and on the other hand uh, i'm i'm very uh excited because i don't have job but uh things when when things go bad like 
you don't have job or you don't have money or the situation at your country is very difficult or something like that, uh, it brings the opportunity to uh, fight for what you believe. Uh, so now it's like I'm I'm more uh, awake than ever. <laughs> so it's a new it's a new beginning, and I have a lot of work to do because uh, when you have a band, you have to be manager, promoter, uh, composer, <laughs> and well, you know you know what, what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, I, I'm on this. I'm working a lot. I'm I'm going straight uh, to to my. Uh, to my dreams, or you can say it anyway, but I'm I'm working hard on that. So I think uh, it will be worth it. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, and, and where can our listeners find uh, Moonloop online? Yeah, uh, you can find us at Facebook. We have our our official page. It's www.moonloop.es and. Uh, you can find us at Spotify, at SoundCloud, and Reverb Nation. Well, you, if you click Moonloop everywhere, you can you can find us. And uh, that's all. If you are interested in our band, we we are very very happy to. We will be very happy to to get in touch with people from everywhere because uh, we we believe in in, in connecting. Through our music with with other people, so that's 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 uh, the, the, our our first motivation. So um, if you get in touch with us, that could be great, <laughs> and and take a listen. Awesome. Well, for those, uh, I've been speaking with Eric Biolanas. He is the singer and guitar player of the band Moonloop. Highly recommended that you guys check him out. Eric, thank you again for joining the show. Thank you very much, Alex. Uh, very big hugs from Barcelona, and, and thanks for, for supporting the band and, and giving the, the chance to, to this interview. Thank you very much. For those that missed any part of the episode, that was Eric Baylenas, guitarist and vocalist of Moonloop. Check him out, moonloop.es for España. And he's from Barcelona, so maybe uh, Catalonia Libre. Um, but uh, guessing the First hour was Tatiana Moroz, singer, songwriter, and liberty activist. And you can check out the podcast on iTunes. Just simply search for Free Thought and then look for Free Thought AAC. I think it's the number one Free Thought keyword related show. Um, there's a bunch of random shows with Free Thoughts in them. Um, I'm sure all all equally good, uh, but this one's you know heavy metal and liberty and. Uh, other uh, ignored musical genres and thought philosophies by the mainstream media. But I want to play two songs here by Moonloop. This first one is called Strombus. That's from their album Deeply from the Earth. And then after that is Emptiness from their album True Nature Revealed. So this is Strombus by Moonloop. And then after that, Emptiness by Moonloop here on KKSM. The Radio Revolution and LRN.FM. The Liberty Radio Network. Hey. 
KKSM Oceanside. You know, women are a complicated bunch. AM 1320. They're like grapes. That's all I got, because I said bunch, yeah. and then I thought of grapes. The Radio Revolution. Free Talk Live, the show where anyone can call about whatever they want. And we do mean anyone. The first point is, it's legal, and that's important. Now, my question to you would be, they gassed Jews legally in Germany. Was that a good law? Well, I don't know. I don't live in Germany. Come on. You don't know? You don't what? know whether it was a good idea to gas Jews? You don't know whether it was a good idea to incarcerate Japanese-Americans during well, what, World what War II? What does that have to do with them crossing the borders of the legal. United States I'm of America? I'm making a point, and I'm drawing a parallel, and it's a clear parallel, and you're dodging it. Do good people disobey bad laws, Buck? No. Good people do not Criminals. disobey bad laws? Criminals dodge the law. B- Buck, oh, wait a second. What if they outlawed guns in your state? Would you turn yours in, Buck? Oh, absolutely, in a minute. You would? Well, I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. You're a fascist. Yeah. Bye. Free Talk Live, seven nights a week from 7 to 10 Eastern, live on the Liberty Radio Network at LRN.FM. Prepare to go where no fan has gone before. Come to the San Diego County Fair and teleport yourself into Star Trek, the exhibition. Enjoy an interactive museum-style experience of one of the largest collections of authentic Star Trek artifacts ever put on display. Fascinating. Star Trek The Exhibition is only at the San Diego County Fair from June 8th until July 4th. For more information on Star Trek The Exhibition and the San Diego County Fair, visit sdfair.com. Make it so. KKSM Oceanside. I'm sure that it's going to be a hit single. AM 1320, The Radio Revolution.
Into the Fog by Bauluna. And that was the ethereal, progressive, acoustic uh, band from my guest from the previous hour, Eric Bailenas. Uh, he's the vocalist and guitarist of Moonloop. I played a few Moonloop songs before that. Um, and he's also the guitarist of Bauluna. Uh, if you miss any part of the episode, go to iTunes and search for Free Thought and look for Free Thought AAC. I'm going to talk about a bit what's coming up next week. Uh, I've got Pasha Roberts. He is the director of the Silver Circle movie, which is an animated feature fiction film about the Federal, the federal Reserve. And, of course, I'm very passionate about, or at least in uh, better terms, against the Federal Reserve. Uh, and I always love to see uh, movies made about it, whether it be Aaron Russo's Freedom to Fascism, the American Dream uh, cartoon, which you can find on, on YouTube. Just search the American Dream film. Uh, or others, whether fiction or fantasy or rea- or nonfiction documentary. Um, I think the awareness... It's 100 years since the Federal Reserve was, was put into place. And, you know, I think it I, totally ties into all the wars we have. Uh, they print money to accommodate war spending. The money comes out of debt. And, you know, the same bankers that profit off the debt-based currency profit off the wars. You know, Lockheed Martin, even Procter & Gamble has an investment tie to Warren Buffett and the Federal Reserve Branch. So they literally, the, these corporations are propped up by quantitative easing and money printing. They would not exist if there, if money was issued uh, with something that was backed and issued uh, for people that produce things or exchange things or voluntarily, and I think if we had a more valuable currency that didn't get robbed its value robbed from us by these uh, elitist central bankers, uh, then we might be helping out each other more. Uh, local currencies, which uh, you know could be backed by commodities commodities like hemp farming. You know, we'd be able to liberate ourselves from slavery. That's what this is. The Federal Reserve it ain't nothing but slavery. And uh, the, what I like about the Silver Circle movie is that John Schaffer, the guitarist of Ice Earth, actually has a monologue in the movie because he's a big Federal Reserve critic. He had a side project band called Sons of Liberty. First track on the first album was called Jekyll Island, <laughs> named after the infamous meeting between the Rockefellers, the Warburgs, the Rothschilds that created the Federal Reserve. And it's also, you know, going on at the same time as one of the Sons of Liberty songs, which is awesome. Also in that episode, I have Professor Gary Chartier. Um, he's the author of Conscience of an Anarchist and Markets, Not Capitalism. Uh, he makes the argument that uh, the term free markets is much more preferable to capitalism because capital puts importance on the holders of the capital rather than on the people, which is what markets are about, you know. Voluntary interactions between two consenting individuals uh, where nobody has extra rights, not even corporations who are, by the way, are not individuals. Corporations are not individuals, certainly not individuals that get to exist above the law, above you and I, and, you know, get to tap into the Federal Reserve scam. Nobody has extra rights to harm, commit fraud, or pollute on anybody else. And when you have all those, you have a voluntary interaction where nobody's rights are violated. And that's what sets prices. Prices send signals, and they arise from voluntary interactions from markets, not capitalism. Uh, although, you know, a lot of people do use the term 
because the word capitalism has been hijacked by the Republicans. It used to kind of, it used to pretty much mean free markets with you know no violation of rights, no using force or military or pollution uh, to get your way, uh, or central banks to man- manipulate the currency. Um, but it's been, just been so hijacked that uh, he makes a point that just the term markets really mean exactly what we're talking about, and those that's what sets supply and demand is voluntary interactions. Supply and demand and it sets the price. You know, the the demand for hemp will, you know, enable, if they have the freedom to do so, enable just the right amount of people to produce hemp. And if not more, I'd say abundance is a good thing. And abundance of hemp is a good thing. That just means we create, we can create more things. We can make more hemp plastic or more hemp concrete or more, more hemp food to feed more people around the world. Anybody who says that abundance is a bad thing, I don't know what planet they're from. Um... But also on that same episode, in the third hour, I have the general manager of the Olivenhine Water District here in Encinitas, California, in North County, San Diego. Uh, going to talk about water fluoridation because they're going to begin adding fluoride to the Olivenhine District water supply starting July 1st. And of course, it is per California state law that mandates fluoridation. But you know what I say to that law? Segregation was a law in these states. Does that make it good? If I were living in Alabama at the time and I was myself and not, you know, <laughs> not a racist, you know, evil dirtbag, uh, I would be hounding my city council over, forget it about the law, grow a spine. But, uh, unfortunately, but they can't even, the city couldn't even afford it. It took, uh, gift, I say bribe, from the California Dental Association to inject poison into the water. Uh, I'd say do your research on fluoride. A great way to start is fluoridealert.org. Uh, it's a industrial byproduct from, it's basically pollution from corporations. They can't dump it. Otherwise, you know, that'd be, they get in, in some trouble for that. Maybe not as much as they could due to liability caps, but Hey, it's better to make a profit off of this pollution by sticking it to toothpaste, buying off the the elite upper echelons of the ADA, and uh, you know, years upon years of propaganda for fluoride. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting interview. Uh, it's pre-taped, so you'll, you'll be interested in what you know who who works for your water. Uh, and this is just one district of two in Encinitas, which is a super small town. So millions upon millions of water districts, it's all the same across the country. And the United States is literally like one of the only countries in the world that still fluoridates water. The only places that have stopped are the people that can't afford it anymore for their tax dollars. But I want to get on to this next song. It's called Pajuco Cadaver by Captain Beefheart and the Magic Band from the album Trap Masked Replica, which was recently remastered and reissued by Frank Zappa Records because... Uh, they were taking a listen to what Warner Brothers had put out or whatever. I forget who he was on. Uh, but it was like, sounded like it was a damaged master. So the Vaultmeister at the Utility Muffin Research Kitchen uh, sought out the best versions from all the Captain Beefheart songs, uh, remastered them, and now they are pure and pristine. So this, and it's a great love song too, if you really look into the poetry. Uh, it's pretty sweet. 
from Captain Beefheart. This is Pachuco Cadaver on KKSM, the Radio Revolution, and LRN.FM, the Liberty Radio Network. A squid eating dough in a polyethylene bag is fast and bulbous. Got me? Sisters don't dare to glance. Yellow jackets and red devils buzz around her hair hive hole. She wears her past like a present, takes her fancy in the past. A sedan skims along the floorboard. Her two pipes humming carbon car. Got her wheel out of a B-29 bomber. Brody knob amber, Spanish fringe and talcum tassels, forever amber. She looks like an old squaw Indian. She 99, she won't go down. Avocado green, alfalfa yellow, adorn her to the ground. Tattoos and tarnish utensils, a snow white bag full of tears. Drives a car cool around. Drives a cartoon around. Roma sells a blue umbrella, keeps her up off the ground. Round red sombreros wrap her high tap horse shoes. When she unfolds her umbrella, Pachuco's got the blues. Her loving make me so happy. If I smile, I crack my chin. Her eyes are so peaceful, thinks it's heaven she been. Her skin is as smooth as a daisy's in the center where the sun shines in. Smiles as sweet as honey. Her teeth as clean as the combs where the bees go in. When she walks, flowers surround her. Let their nectar come into the air around her. She loves, her love sticks out like stars. Her loving stick out like stars.
Pachuco Cadaver by Captain Beefheart and the Magic Band off the uh, newly reissued, actually not damaged, Pristine Master, thanks to Frank Zappa Records. And uh, I was talking about fluoride before the break because my guest next week in the third hour is uh, the general manager of a water district, and I would like to talk about the um, just the you know the myths about about fluoride and what it's all about um it's a neurotoxin it uh, concentrates heavy metals um particular ones that you get from fluoride anyway like the fluoride itself sodium fluoride because there's natural fluoride in the water which is okay but the actual additive sodium fluoride is dangerous and it you know it's just an industrial byproduct just pollution just put it into water and give it to kids. You can't control the dose when it comes to kids and, and infants. It's toxic, and it affects their development. You know, it, it causes bone problems. It, again, going back to how it concentrates heavy metals in the body, on the pineal gland, it, it creates calcification, and the pineal gland is respo- responsible for sort of you know, high, uh, you know, higher forms of consciousness and expansive thought. You know, when, when you dream and stuff, you know, your pineal gland is responsible for those types of things. And when you destroy it via fluoridation or other kinds of things, you, you really, you know, screw up a kid for the rest of their life, especially if you can't, con- you know, you drink, you have to drink as much water as you can't to survive during the day. So you're not controlling the dose of fluoride. It's the only form of mass medication that we force on people. A, one, a few ways to detox are, you know, eating you know, foods that are kind of good for you, like avocados or or kale. I would even suggest hemp seeds because the omega-3 and omega-6 balance are the same as in your brain. Um, Hemp seeds are a great source of protein. So if you're a vegan and you're looking, you're starved, you know, just grab a bag of hemp seeds. I mean, this morning I had an avocado, took the pit out and, you know, the pit holes, just put some hemp seeds in there. And that was good for breakfast. And, you know, avocados, what, like one or two bucks versus a couple bu- bucks for a, ba- a bag of cereal that's going to toxify your brain. And, uh, uh, so, you know, kale and good, a lot of g- greens like kale or collards or, or uh, other kinds of things. Um, make sure you're not allergic to any of these. But actually, there there's a, a mineral, uh, boron, fruits that are uh, high in boric acid. Uh, but boron is a uh, is a great one. If you, um, there's a natural version uh, that uh, is sold at like Whole Foods or something. Uh, it's not made out of anything. Uh, like the pill itself is not made out of anything except for it's uh, the pill itself is actually made out of kale, like spirulina, like all these kinds of greens, like crushed up, and that's what makes the pill form. And then you have the boron inside of it, so it's like one big thing that's good for your brain. Like all those greens condensed, plus the boron, it's a great detox. Uh, for fluoride, uh, and uh, I do it. I, I've been working on detoxing myself from the fluoride. It's it's not it's not easy. I wish they wouldn't have had it forced on me in the first place. Uh, especially when I was a kid. I mean, you know, when you can't control your own actions, when you're not aware of this stuff as a kid, like you know, I'm only aware of this stuff even recently in my adulthood. Even as I was questioning the state and. The, the government's treatment of the environment and the government, you know, letting corporations get away with stuff through liability cap laws. Well, this one, I guess, relates to it. Uh, the song called Mind Ecology. It's by a band called Shakti. It's the kind of Indian 
music band from John McLaughlin of the Mahavishnu Orchestra. Um, so you're listening to KKSM AM 1320, The Radio Revolution, and LRN.FM, The Liberty Radio Network. This is Mind Ecology by Shakti. Thank you. 
KKSM. Streaming worldwide at palmarcollegeradio.com. The Radio Revolution. I've been told no in many different ways. I give you an order and you're going to obey it. Well, George, you can go this way. You can do that and you have to leave here. You cannot reach time into the rally. Walk with me. Well, I'm, I'm, no, I'm comfortable me. here, actually. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Excuse me. Hey, hey, hey. hey, hey. Who do you think you Excuse me. There is no video or audio allowed in this have a funny way of telling people no. That's the sound of the men working on the chain. Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. You can order your copy of the Director's Cut DVD now at victimlesscrimespree.com. Want your business to reach students of Palomar College? Want your name to reach a global listening audience? Want to support an educational program? Then sponsor KKSM. KKSM offers affordable rates, personalized spots, and global exposure for your business. Call our advertising line at 760-744-1150, extension 2442, to find out how you can sponsor KKSM and receive a tax write-off. With rates starting at $100, sponsoring KKSM is an affordable way to get your business's name out there. Call 760-744-1150, extension 2442, to start advertising with KKSM. KKSM. You need it. We need you. The Radio Revolution. Welcome back, guys. And it is pretty much the bottom of the hour. That means time for the news. Some serious news. Because we've got a war brewing up in the Middle East with Syria. War that we should have never uh, falsely instigated with supporting the uh, Syrian rebellion going back into the Bush years. So... Syria people don't deserve a civil war, but we gave it to them by funding these guys. It's just like we funded Al-Qaeda in the 80s. It ain't no different. And a lot of people are going to die. These have actual consequences of people's lives going away that cannot be gotten back. So time is of the essence here. Uh, Unfortunately, we've lost a lot of our anti-war sentiments and traded it in for partisan politics that when the other parties in power... We don't need to concentrate on it because they're, they're, we just got to expect them to be anti-war. Well, not many people are anymore. Um, whether you're on the left or the right or you throw out the left-right paradigm because it's stupid and divisive and we should all you know unite as one people, uh, doesn't matter. People upon people, no matter where background or political view they have or whatever recognizing that you know we need to that we can't rely on on smooth talking politicians to take us out of war that you know from Bush to Obama they have the same puppet uh, tears um, you know so to speak in that you know Goldman Sachs all, all these guys GE largest military contractor the Federal Reserve who prints the money to accommodate Wars in the first place. I mean, do we are we we're so broke? Why should we be sending money that we don't have to support people that are just going to kill innocent people in Syria, create a civil war, and honestly, 
you know, create a living hell in that region. And why, you know, where, where's the moral fortitude on Obama's part? You know, if he came in on many empty promises, he promised, you know, to be transparent on genetically engineered foods, to stop these wars, to, you know, actually, you know, stop spending so much money to stop arresting and uh, medical cannabis patients and caregivers. Uh, you know, you go down the list, uh, he sounded a little libertarian uh, uh, until he actually got elected, and then it was, uh, surprise, I'm actually George Bush. <laughs> Not really, but, uh, you know, in policy, yeah. And two wars, Obama's had two Iraqs with Libya, Nothing to do with terrorism whatsoever. They were going to introduce a gold dinar and start uh, uh, trading in stuff, especially oil, without the dollar, dumping the dollar. Uh, and they were certainly one of the countries on the list of the neocon uh, roadmap of war. You know, all those different countries in the Middle East, they've been eyeing for decades. And they just come up with different excuses at different points in times, none of which hold any water. Like, weapons of mass destruction. We're crying... Wolf on weapons of mass destruction with Syria with the sarin nerve gas, but it was actually the Syrian rebels that were supporting that have this and used the sarin nerve gas. And a little uh, morbid piece of history Donald Rumsfeld gave Saddam anthrax in the 80s, so I'm wondering where these guys got their sarin nerve gas, uh, given that history repeats itself and gosh, has nothing changed. I mean, Rumsfeld was in Jimmy Carter's uh, cabinet, so with Brzezinski, you know, the the birth of neoconism, neoconservatism, and it's just, what can we do to stop this, these wars? I mean, to save people's lives imminently, uh, uh, short from taking it to the streets, you know, I think Michael's is closed, you can't really go get a sign painted up right now, but... I mean, Michael's opens in the morning, <laughs> the 69 cents per poster board, write something on it. I don't know. Stand on the street corner, grab a Guy Fox mask, stand on the street corner with a sign. That always sends a message. Peaceful action needs to start happening because, unfortunately, we're having peaceful inaction, which is assisting the violence. But if we have peaceful action, peaceful action results in people's minds being opened and everything like that. Hopefully more anti-war sentiments, more radical anti-war sentiments that results in more peaceful action because there's not enough. I mean, there's there's a lot of, you know, great activists out there and we're all marching in the streets for different stuff. But it's kind of hard nowadays because the Federal Reserve has squandered the value of what we earn at the end of the day. So gas is going through the roof. It's a lot harder for people to be activists. But... Uh, I don't know. You don't need to be in a group necessarily. You could just be one guy with a guy fox mask standing on the corner with a sign that says stop the war in Syria. I don't believe that there's WMDs in Syria. Syria is the Iraq of 2013. Something like that. I don't know. Uh, it's just we can't really stop these. They're going to transport these weapons uh, aside from us like you know, planting our bodies underneath the wheels. And I think nowadays with this government they run us over. They so run us over. They're running us over with everything, with these surveillance and everything. We can't really stop this shipment of armaments to these dangerous Syrian rebels. We can't stop this imperialism. 
by any real means of like actually stopping the transportation of these weapons. So really, we need to start on this awakening uh, that killing other people is bad. People's babies in other countries or with other different skin color are not less important than Anglo babies. Um, that's really what justifies our wars is that, you know, USA all the way, nationalism, nativism, uh, people across the border all of a sudden because become less human when you cross the border. That needs to stop. And uh, unfortunately, it didn't take root in the presidential election. If it did, maybe we'd have a Gary Johnson or Jill Stein. Uh, but unfortunately... We can't wait for every election cycle to change things. You know, I think we should pursue every avenue. I definitely, you know, sympathize, you know, with uh, the anarchist point of view on not voting. Uh, but, uh, but, and that ties into that, you know, you can't just wait for every election for things to change. So you kind of got to do the civil disobedience, do the advocacy, uh, awakening of, of people's minds, every form every day throughout the year, not just an election year. Uh, a lot, really, I think politics is the last resort. Because, I mean, if Ron Paul or Gary Johnson got into the White House, then, you know, actual lives of people that were are dead now would still be here. Uh, you know, there was a video on RT of a guy whose leg was blown off in Pakistan by a drone strike. And they have him watching a video on a laptop of Obama saying, oh, we're going to be good about drones. I mean, when you watch that, you got to realize how disgusting and ugly this drone war is. And we call ourselves a civilized nation, and we say, and Obama has a Nobel Peace Prize when he blew off that guy's leg, who is not a terrorist at all. In national news, NSA revealed to have uh, done warrantless wiretapping uh, with Verizon and Facebook. So, you know, the NSA actually has integrated themselves into the servers of Google and Facebook and have the records of Verizon. Leaker Edward Snowden reappeared to give live Q&A on The Guardian today with help of luminary journalist Glenn Greenwald. So one of the topics was Dick Cheney called Snowden a traitor, to which Snowden replied, being called a traitor by Dick Cheney ought to be the highest honor in the land. He, um, he denounced claims by the mainstream media that Snowden was against Bradley Manning. He reaffirmed his support for Bradley Manning in WikiLeaks and urged the media not to spin his take on them. Snowden also says that the U.S. government cannot escape the ramifications of this hideous surveillance state by jailing Snowden or murdering him. Also, Karl Rove says that it is, it's okay for the NSA to spy on people without warrants because cops on fictional TV shows do it all the time. Rove, you never cease to amaze me. Uh, you know, confirming that Frank Zappa quote that hydrogen is not the most plentiful element in the universe. Stupidity is. And certainly aggression as well. A GMO study reveals long-term stomach damage. Now, pigs are the gold standard for comparative human studies of the effects on people. So the, uh, these uh, pigs that were experimented upon were divided up to two groups, put in the same environmental conditions and situation, except for one group ate GMO feed and the other ate real food. 
The pigs that ate the GMO feed had extreme levels of stomach inflammation and other problems. GMOs have also been linked to increased food allergies. Please uh, head over to RT, Russia Today's YouTube channel, and check out their series, The Truth Seeker, with Daniel Bushel. In it, Daniel describes the GMO debacle as an extension of the elite, uh, the elite's plan to implement population control. He quoted many biotech scientists and Monsanto reps who had some very brash things to say about the effects of GMOs on population and the environment. He also pointed out Bill Gates, who funds vaccination programs and geoengineering chemtrail programs, by showing videos of Bill Gates literally stating his support for, quote, death panels. But since he's a rich corporatist, Sarah Palin isn't going to be crying, scream bloody murder anytime soon. Now, Bill Gates, you know, doing these types of things, it isn't too far-fetched. As billionaire Robert Barron, an architect of the Federal Reserve System, John D. Rockefeller, funded uh, the popular eugenics programs of the early 1900s, where hospitals killed mentally handicapped people because of their extreme social Darwinist mindset. And, you know, when Bill Gates was talking about the death panels, you know, this... You know, this thing about overpopulation. Well, overpopulation is a myth. What we have is too much government restricting people from growing their own food on their own properties. Thanks in part to Wickard v. Filburn and the expansion of the Commerce Clause. You know, they, the abundance is the enemy of these guys. They don't want you to be able to grow your own food or increase the food supply. They want you to eat, you know, the monopoly food supply that is genetically engineered going to cause stomach inflammation. I think genetically engineered foods pose uh, the same role of, of you know, uh, treating humans like guinea pigs and robbing the earth of naturally existing DNA sequences that our bodies were meant to get nutrition from. After the DNA, you know, uh, or, excuse me, alter the DNA in any manner other than natural breeding, and you alter the naturally given nutritional content that we need. And even worse, Florida is set to release a genetically engineered mosquito to, quote, combat dinghy fever. It doesn't seem like there's an end to this. In other news, uh, 20,000 Jews protest against the state of Israel and the philosophy of Zionism in New York City on June 10th. Now, the, uh, one of the, the websites is IsraelVersusZionism.org. Talks about the role of Federal Reserve architect Paul Warburg, a Zionist Jew who actually headed, the, uh, headed a few like Jewish organizations that actually told people in the Jewish community to stop worrying about Nazism, to stop boycotting German places. Because guess what? Warburg was in you know the same league as Prescott Bush who helped finance IG Farben Hitler's bank you know Paul Warburg architect of the Federal Reserve the big bank you know you launder money through these central banks into Hitler these guys funded Hitler a lot of and, you know they point out uh, on their website israel versus judaism.org that a lot of the the Zionist elites were in bed with the Hitler regime, and you know, really, you know, these elites are really just a few people that, you know, can control 
uh, public opinion through the you know the organizations that they sit on, you know, by telling people not to boy, telling Jews not to boycott Hitler or not to worry about the Nazis, and that it actually really did affect the impact of people living in Germany, not just Jews fighting against the Nazis, but anti-fascists who, you know, wanted to crush the fascism, and you know, of course, it killed gays and other people as well. But they protested against the state of Israel because not just because they were against Zionism and the state of Israel itself, but also because Israel was taking away the religious exemption for serving in the IDF. And actually a person that refused service so many times, refused enlistment in the IDF so many times in Israel, uh, Nathan Blank, um, he's in jail, which is good because service in the IDF is compulsory. So I would say resist. Don't be a part of the uh, eugenics uh, occupation for us because it's really what it's about is extermination of the Palestinians and uh, you know thankfully uh, you know people are standing up saying that no Zionism is not the same as Judaism um, and you know why does religion have to be equated with taking land by force you know it would be okay to immigrate places peacefully but taking it by force with a military and not just like a policeman's level of force but a military brutal eminent domain you know that shouldn't be associated with anybody's religion just like not all christians are vaticanites child raping uh not all muslims are cia financed extremists <laughs> uh you know we gotta break these paradigms realize that uh, again as dr bronner or bill hicks you know stated we are all one we gotta stop killing each other or dehumanizing other people Outspoken Twitter critic of President Obama was visited by Secret Service. Tom Francois was visited by Secret Service on April 11, 2013, starting off with pounding on his door, then asking if they could take a look around. They asked him if he had any intention of, quote, whacking, unquote, the president. To which he replied, of course not. I wish him no harm. I just disagree with him and vocally express my discontent as guaranteed in the First Amendment. They even had a thick FBI file on him filled with screenshots of, a, of his Facebook and Twitter posts. They eventually even agreed with Tom Francois that he posed no danger to President Obama despite violating his rights and having a full file on this guy. Here's a quote from Senator Lindsey Graham, one of my favorite senators. Not If I thought censoring the mail was necessary... I would suggest it, he said, regarding national security, because, you know, he's a big proponent of this NSA stuff. He's on the anti-Snowden bandwagon. I'm on Team Edward, Twilight pun. Uh, Department of Homeland Security Insider says it's about to get very ugly. With the recent terror drills in Los Angeles, or the conditioning that occurred when they knocked down the door of every resident in Watertown, Massachusetts... These actions are really prepping for martial law and war against the average person with FEMA camps and everything like that. A DHS insider met with a journalist, Doug Hagman of Canada Free Press. The insider says, quote, if anyone thinks that anyone thinks that's what's going on right now with all of this surveillance of American citizens is to fight some sort of foreign enemy, they are delusional. If people think that this scandal can't get any worse it will hour by hour day by day this has the ability to bring down our national leadership the administration and other senior elected officials working in collusion with this administration 
both Republican and Democrats. People within the NSA, the Department of Justice and others, they know who they are and need to come forth with the documentation of policy and practice in their position, disclose what they know, fight what's going on, and just do their job. I have never seen anything like this, ever. The present administration is going after leakers, media sources, anyone and everyone who is even suspected of betrayal. That's what they call it, betrayal. Can you believe the size of their cojones? This administration considers anyone telling the truth about Benghazi, the IRS, hell, you name it, betrayal, he said. In another news, Pentagon announces women soldiers will enter combat. So, enter combat. So, women, uh, another reason to not enlist. Women will begin Army training in 2015 and SEALs and more later down the road. Bitcoin. Can't touch this. Bitcoin is showing that it's designed to remain free of government and banking cartel control has shown true. Governments can threaten those around the Bitcoin economy, but they cannot shut down the network itself. Physicians, ethics advocates are urging doctors to stop force-feeding Guantanamo prisoners for obvious humanitarian reasons. In international news, yeah, we're going to war with Syria, the final stepping stone to a war with Iran. You know, I'm totally optimistic. Um, I hate to sound doom, doom and gloom, but, you know, like uh, like the interview I had with Tatiana Moroz, she said, you know, totally optimistic, just... There's chances that's going to get ugly, ugly in the meantime because the, the old guard are holding on to the last vestiges of power. And war is one of them. And they're going to kill a bunch of Muslim people uh, to make a bunch of money and also fulfill racist goals and get oil. And uh, hopefully it stops soon before just a bunch of people are wiped off the face of this earth that didn't need to be. Uh, traffic? Uh, slow down, 5 northbound at 76 is 50 miles per hour. 25, 25 mile per hour slow down at the 78 westbound of Las Posas Road. And the weather outside in this wonderful San Marcos night, Monday night, June 17th, 65 degrees. That has been your news. Now for those interested in finding out more about foreign policy... Go to the Hillcrest Cinemas this Friday, June 21st, and check out Jer- Jeremy Scahill's movie, Dirty Wars. He wrote a book called Blackwater and also a book called Dirty Wars, and this is uh, based off that book. Uh, Scahill was famous for breaking that Monsanto was using Blackwater to uh, peddle GMO seeds around the world. So I- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get out there see Dirty Wars uh uh, if you're in the Hillcrest area, Hillcrest Cinemas, go check out Dirty Wars this Friday, June 21st. Um, check out the Hillcrest Cinemas website for info on the movies. Um, and so I want to play two songs. Um, this first one is by Tatiana Moroz, my guest from the first hour. It's called Evolution to Revolution. It's about the Ron Paul Revolution. And then after that, a song by the guest in the second hour. Um, I guess was the guitarist of Moonloop. This is uh, A Life Divided by Moonloop. So this is Evolution to Revolution by Tatiana Moroz. And then after that, A Life Divided by Moonloop here on KKSN, the Radio Revolution, and LRN.FM, the Liberty Radio Network. Be right back, guys. What 
constitution to every boy and girl. Get back to the constitution. Revolution, we just want to save the nation.
That was A Life Divided by Moonloop, and before that, Evolution to Revolution by Tatiana Moroz. Both of them were my guests for tonight. Check out the podcast on iTunes, search for Free Thought, and look for Free Thought AAC, or, or simply listen to LRN.FM during the week for the weekly podcast loop. Um, next week, I have the director of the Silver Circle movie about the Federal Reserve, and then also Professor Gary Chartier, author of Conscience of an Anarchist and Markets Not Capitalism. I'm going to leave you guys off with a news brief from Peace News Now with Derek J. 
uh, from LRN.FM. See you guys next week, freethoughtmedia.org. This is your Peace News for Tuesday, June 11th, 2013. Silver is trading at $22 per ounce. Bitcoin is trading at $106 per Bitcoin. Glenn Greenwald, the journalist for the Guardian newspaper that broke the NSA whistleblower story, was on the talk show Morning Joe yesterday. In one notable excerpt from the interview, Micah Brzezinski, who is none other than the daughter of Zbigniew Brzezinski, asks Glenn, quickly, I just want an answer yes or no. Isn't it the case that reviewing of emails or any wiretapping cannot take place without an additional warrant from a judge and a review? I mean, it's not like they're haphazardly probing into all of our personal emails. Can we put this into context so we can understand what's going on? Greenwald responded, quote, yeah, I'll put it into context for you. The White House talking points that you're using are completely misleading and false. Watch the full interview through the link in the show notes. In a related story, news outlet WND reports that it had received an unclassified memo from the U.S. Air Force instructing the military not to look at stories related to the data mining scandal. The last line of the executive summary states, quote, users are not to use Air Force Nippernet systems to access the Verizon phone records collection and other related news stories because the action could constitute a classified message incident. In other words, don't use the Air Force Internet to learn about these government scandals or you will face penalties. Cindy McGee, the mother of an airman who received the memo, said, quote, the fact that our government is attempting to censor our service members from the truth of what's happening here at home is truly frightening and disheartening. I am outraged that our government is attempting to censor the information from our military that every citizen in this country is potentially being targeted by our government in a massive overreach of their constitutional powers by unconstitutional surveillance of all Americans and storage of that data. More peace news after this important message. Are you still putting your identity at risk with credit cards? There's a better way. Use the first truly private money. Bitcoin is the world's largest alternative currency. Pay for your favorite online products instantly without revealing secure data. Buy items in retail stores using your phone just as quickly as a credit card purchase. Learn more about this empowering new currency at WeUseCoins.com. That's WeUseCoins.com. Politicians are making themselves obsolete. Top Egyptian politicians were left red-faced after they were caught on live TV hatching plots to sabotage a dam in neighboring Ethiopia during talks with President Mohamed Mercy, leaving viewers stunned. The gaffe happened as an official failed to inform them that they were live on air. El Sharkawi later apologized for the gaffe, but by then the damage had already been done. This is another example of how technology is empowering you, the individual, to witness an unprecedented level of incompetence and criminality in government. Once upon a time, rulers could pull the wool over people's eyes and keep them from seeing the truth. Those days are gone, and a new dawn of transparency is now upon us. In other news, almost 7 million people are under correctional supervision in the United States. More than 2 million of them are in jail or in prison. If you want to know what those numbers mean for the American family, consider this. The makers of Sesame Street decided to design and release an educational kit titled Little Children, Big Challenges, Incarceration. In it, the characters of Sesame Street explain what incarceration is and offer tips on how parents and caregivers can help a child cope with having an incarcerated parent. They recommend carrying a comfort item, such as a photo to help the child feel secure, being patient and honest in helping the child understand the reason for the incarceration, and communicating with the incarcerated parent on a regular basis. It's a tragic reality that this is where we are as a society, but it can change, and it starts with 
raising children to never learn the language of violence. Some liberty activists are standing up to the police state and in the process are changing the game. Cop blockers Chris Cantwell and Tim Morgan of the People's Socialist Republic of New York recently shut down a police checkpoint with just a whiteboard and a dry erase marker. They used their homemade sign to warn motorists about a police checkpoint where Americans' Fourth Amendment rights were being violated. After about an hour, the police gave up their efforts. The activists report that about a hundred motorists were saved from tickets, or worse. This is easy activism that involves little risk but has a huge benefit to others. Still, as with any interaction with police, don't forget to bring a video camera to be your impartial witness. Links are in the show notes. This has been Peace News, your daily update on the peaceful evolution. Get more Peace News on the next news network. And for daily videos, subscribe at youtube.com slash peacenewsnow. For peacenewsnow.com, I'm Derek J. reminding you that peace is the way. And be sure to check out Derek J.'s movie, Victimless Crime Spree, at victimlesscrimespree.com for free. Natalics is up next here on KKSM, the radio revolution. You're listening to KKSM AM 1320 Oceanside.